0: Party at the bodega What up everybody, this is your man, Benz Pharrell with thinking out loud, how's everybody doing today? I hope everybody's doing incredible Yes Alright, let's get into it Vikings' Alexander Madison shares racist direct messages, messages sent to him after the loss to the Eagles. This is not okay, Madison replied. Minnesota Vikings running back Alexander Midas Madison shared horrible, insensitive messages he was sent by supposed fans after the team's loss to the Philadelphia Eagles 34-28 on Thursday Night Football. TNF. Madison, who did not have the best of performances in the game, took screenshots of direct messages he received on Instagram where disturbing racist remarks were made. The direct message also encouraged Madison to kill himself. Madison, who's 25 years old, said that he received more than 60 messages with similar languages. This is not okay, y'all, Madison wrote over the message, Y'all can come at me all you want about fantasy football. You suck, blah, 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 blah. I really could care less. But this shit is unacceptable, Madison stated, shaking my fucking head. I hope the 60-plus people who decide to come at me with disgustingly disrespectful messages tonight and DMs and comments really reflect on what the fuck you say and how it could truly affect someone. All right. I don't know why I'm fumbling on these words, ladies and gentlemen, but bear with me. I don't know. I was doing good for the last couple of weeks till today and yesterday night. I was fucking up a little bit, just a tad bit, not like too bad, but I don't like when I be fumbling under my helmet. I am a human, a father, a son. This is sick. Shaking my head. All right. The Vikings and Madison's agent did not immediately answer a request for comment to the news sources regarding this matter. Unfortunately, there are some who do not care for the human side to professional athletes, as Madison clearly shows the message are entirely uncalled for. Okay, Minnesota is taking over for Dalvin Cook, who signed with the New York Jets after being released by the Vikings earlier this offseason. He primarily, primarily served as Cook's backup since he was selected in the third round of the 2019 NFL Draft outside of Boise State by the Vikings. All right? He came from Boise State. In his first two games since taking over as a starter, Madison has not the best production, totaling 62 yards On 10 carries, including just 28 yards on eight touches against the Eagles. He also fumbled last night in the first half. However, the Vikings showed faith in Madison with Cook's release, believing that he can take over the Lions' share of carries in the running back's room. Madison had a career high-five touchdowns last season on 74 rush attempts, tallying 283 yards as Cook's backup. Madison had a receiving touchdown as well. The Vikings fell to a zero loss and two, I mean, zero wins and two losses, all right? The Vikings fell to 0-2 on the season after previously being upset by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home in week one. Minnesota will search for their first win next week when they face off with the Los Angeles Chargers, all right? So um, the game, I was kind of, like, nervous. I ain't going to lie because um, the Vikings was irritating me because I am an Eagles fan, and I told you, I do talk about sports. I do talk about it but and overall I really just talk about headline news and stuff like that. Like more I'm more of a I I don't wanna call myself a political analyst, but at the end of the day that's what really I am. That's who I am, you know. That's really what the that that's the spotlight that's where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? With a little bit of goddamn comedy in there. You see what I'm saying? But at the same time, at the end of the day, my bottom line is America need to reform all of its policies and need to kick racism out because systemic racism is a fucking problem in this country. So that's really my bottom line for this podcasting. All right. If you understand, if you really want to know why I'm doing the podcasting. All right. So I'm an Eagles fan, so you're gonna see me talk sports. I do talk sports in my podcast, but I really talk about the teams that I love. All right, and the basketball ever, I am a Houston Rockets fan, always been and always will be a Houston Rockets fan. For the last what seven years, the Houston Rockets been trash. All right, I'll say. I'm sorry, I hate it, but I will support my team no matter what. That's what loyal fans do. All right, I am an Eagles fan. I will always will, always have been. Nothing will ever change about it. I have a lot of Eagles clothes, hats, every, everything that you could think of, I got it. I got coats, jackets, I got tons of hats. Eagles hats everywhere. I'm talking about storage rooms filled with Eagles. Um, I forgot the word how you explain that shit, but whatever. But we're gonna keep it moving with some more news. This is your man, you see? This is thinking out loud, you see that? You see what I'm saying? And then I talk a little bit of patois a little sometimes, so I mix it in with my goddamn American English, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what DJ Envy was the fuck, I don't know what he was talking about, box your mouth, I don't know what that meant. But he, you know, his wife is Jamaican descended, so he probably was trying to say, me, I want boxing in your mouth with pussy you." That's what he really was trying to say. But I don't know what he was trying to say. You Americans who's trying to mimic um to our Jamaican language, uh, try not to do it. Or if you really want to do it, just practice it. Practice it with a real Jamaican. You, you know, about seven, nine months later, you'll probably get it together. But if you don't have it together, don't go on public national television and open your fucking mouth and say boxing rough." It doesn't sound right. It sounds disgusting. You all know, right? Let's keep it moving. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to even keep it moving, all right? I don't want to keep it moving because I only got a little bit of time left on this Pro tool track right here. So I'm going to keep talking until it runs out of thin. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Here's some more problems with the border crisis. These Democrats are really getting feisty with President Biden administration about this. They are getting mad at the federal government, and they need assistance right away, and they need... Assistance Now, Massachusetts National Guard deployed to assist with the spiraling migrant crisis as governor calls on the White House. All right. Massachusetts National Guard members were officially deployed as rapid response teams Wednesday to assist with the state's bursting migrant shelters as pressure mounts for President Biden to address the crisis in the state. The. Move to deploy 250 members comes as Democratic Governor Mara Healey declared a state of emergency several weeks ago because of the strain on the shelter system. Massachusetts is in, is in a state of emergency, and we need all hands on deck to meet this moment and ensure families have access to safe shelter and basic services, Governor Healey said in a statement. Currently, more than 6,000 migrant families are in emergency shelters across the state. Massachusetts is a right-to-shelter state and must provide emergency housing to families in need. National Guard members were sent Wednesday to 40 hotels and motels that don't have service providers. Healy said they'll coordinate access to meals, medical care, and transportation. The plan that we have in place today with the deployment of the National Guard, which happened just last month, will put National Guard staff soldiers in locations as part of a response to our non-service providers, essentially creating rapid response teams in places that we don't have the ground service contractors or case management services happening on a regular basis, Lieutenant Governor Kim Driscoll stated on Tuesday. Right. According to the news sources, Driscoll told the local government advisory commission that between 20 and 35 families seek shelter each day in Massachusetts, occasionally swelling as high as 55 families, which creates an immediate need to try and find spaces. Excuse me. I had a lot of watermelon juice, like watermelon juice. Now that shit, like... It is attacking my insides. But anyway, all of our typical emergency shelter sites were filled a month ago, Driscoll told news sources. That means we're filling in trying to find locations. All right. So the state has scrambled to find housing, opening joint base Cape Cod as a temporary shelter in June. The base quickly expanded to house and support up to 60 migrant families. But Driscoll said that it filled up within two days just a couple of days it already filled up with 60 migrant families i don't know what's going on here like i said um, months ago i said that this i don't know the ulterior motives here but it doesn't look good it really from from the outside looking in it doesn't look good because i don't know what these um uh, Politicians, I don't know what these uh, representatives, and I don't know what the federal government is doing behind closed doors. Ultimately, I really don't know, but it just doesn't look good. The immigration crisis has prompted blue state Democrats like Healy to lean on the president to do more about the crisis for months. Governor Healy first declared a state of emergency in August, calling for more funding and help from the federal government. Many of these families are migrants to uh, are migrants to Massachusetts. All right. Many of these families are migrants to Massachusetts. drawn here because we are and proudly have been a beacon to those in need. She wrote in a letter to the Department of Sec- uh, to, to the Department of Homeland Security, Secretary Alejandro Mariacas. She also blamed A confusing tangle of immigration laws, an inability for migrants to obtain work authorization from the federal government, an increase in the number of people coming to Massachusetts, and the lack of an affordable housing supply in our state. Ah, shit, what the fuck just happened? All right. She also blamed, okay, yeah. Healy called for Mayor Cuss to press Congress and use executive action to remove barriers for work permits for migrants, address our outdated and punitive immigration laws, and to provide additional financial assistance to the state. Yeah, you know, you Democrats, something is just not right about the stuff that you do. It's very sneaky. See what I'm saying? As I was a young child, my parents were Democrat Driven, but me, question marks used to pop all over around my head about these democratics. Like, what the fuck are they really doing? You know what I'm saying? And that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that. Oh, I'm Republican. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a Republican, and I feel like no, 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 no. It's not that doesn't mean that at all because the Republicans are retarded as well. You know. I don't like that shit because there's ulterior motive and I don't like it. And then, uh, these immigration, these migrants, these undocuments, are pushing underprivileged communities down to the bottom of the totem pole. Now, I ask myself, is that fair? Now, are they trying to push these, um, underprivileged communities these poor communities out of the way or, or get them in some type of trouble where they, with the law enforcement so they could be incarcerated what is the ulterior motive? That's, what I'm, that's the big question right there what, what about the poor people in America you know the migrants you see what I'm saying? I don't understand what about the poor people because you're not making room for the poor people and then you already discombobulated their education. Some of these people are uneducated. They don't know nothing. So that don't that make them a migrant? You know, they behave just like a migrant. If you really ask me, I'm just trying to make sense of this, people. It's not that yo. Know, look, I'm trying to make sense of it because I want the democracy to think about what the hell is really going on with this fucking border crisis. That's what I really try. um, This is what I'm trying to do. All right. Following Massachusetts cries for assistance, Boston received a $1.9 million grant from the Federal Emergency Management Agency to help migrants with shelter and transportation. All right. $1.9 million grant from the Federal Emergency Management Agency to help migrants with shelter and transportation. Whoa, Whoa. A lot of money there federal government wow i don't know what this is what i don't know what this is going to transpire into in the next couple of years but i'm not sure about it so i got my seatbelt on i'm prepared i'm prepared for the catastrophic blowout all right healy's office did not immediately respond to the news sources for requests for comment all right so like i said I've been on this border crisis shit for months. I've been talking about it for months. If you scroll down my timeline on my podcast, I got, I'm got i damn near, I'm almost close to 500 episodes. I think I'm at 480 episodes, all right? So if you scroll down, you'll see that I talk about the border crisis a lot. But you don't even have to scroll down because uh, the latest last two weeks of my episodes are like new versions of my older episodes. All right. This is like new. The production is. Uh, my production skills has improved ever since. So, like, there's people that are following me that will tell me, ah, he's a new podcaster. Like his beginning podcasters was not all that great. But his last couple, his last body of work for the last month or so has gotten improved. It's better now. That's what I think my critics would say. He's he's improving. He's getting better. He's getting better. He's entertaining. He's actually entertaining me. I like how this man talks. Like, that's what my critics are saying as, as of now. You know, still room for improvement. All right? All right, moving along. Let's keep it moving. Georgia authorities arrest five adults, one teenager, after a body was found in their trunk at a car outside of a spa somewhere. Georgia authorities have arrested five adults, one teenager, after a body was found in the trunk of a car outside of a Korean spa in Gwinnett County. Gwinnett County Police said a 911 caller reported a possible body inside a vehicle near the Jeju Swana on Gwinnett Place Drive in unincorporated Duluth at around 10.50 p.m. September 12th. When police arrived at the location, they did find a body of a female in the trunk of a silver Jaguar sedan. On Thursday, the department identified the suspects as Lawrenceville residents Zhu Yin Lee, 22 years old, Jun Ho Lee, 26 years old, Hyun Ji Lee, 25 years old, and Gowan Lee, 26 years old, Zhuyong Yong Lee, 15 years old, and Suwanani and Suwanani resident Eric Hin, 26 years old. Suwanan, Suwanani, Suwani resident Eric Hin. 26 years old. That's how you say Suani. All right. All six are charged with felony murder, imprisonment, tampering with evidence, and concealing a death. During a news conference on Thursday, Gwinnett Police said the female victim was from South Korea and came to Atlanta area, to the Atlanta area this summer to join Soldiers of Christ, a religious organization the suspects claim to belong to. Her identity has not been released as police have not yet contacted her family in South Korea. Though her exact cause of death has not been yet determined, police said the medical examiner office believes malnourishment could have been a factor. Detectives believe the victim, whose body weighed approximately 70 pounds when it was found, was beaten repeatedly and starved while being held captive. Mm. Grenette police believe Hen was the driver of the Jaguar and reported that he called a family member to pick him up from that location shortly after parking the vehicle. All right. Hinn was picked up and taken to the hospital for unrelated injuries, police said. All right, let me see that again. Gwinnett police believe Hinn was the driver of the Jaguar and reported that he called a family member to pick him up from the location shortly after parking the vehicle. Hinn was picked up and taken to the hospital for unrelated injuries. While at the hospital, police said Hinn asked the family member to go get a personal item from the car for him. When that family member got to the car, 911 was called to report what appeared to be a body in the trunk. A search warrant was executed at a residence associated with him on Stable Gate in unincorporated Lawrenceville. At the home, detectives and crime scene investigators collected evidence that led them to believe the crime took place in the basement, police stated. An owner of the Jeju Swana told news sources that surveillance video shows a man pulling up to the spa's parking lot in a silver jaguar alongside a Mercedes. The man allegedly can be seen looking in the Jaguar's trunk before getting inside the Mercedes and leaving. The owner said the video also shows the Mercedes returned to the car later in the night, followed by police not long after. News sources shared a statement from the popular swanna that reads as follows, all right? We would like to address a recent incident that occurred in our parking lot. We want to assure our valued customers that this incident has absolutely nothing to do with our business operation and was solely confined to the parking lot area. The safety and well-being of our customers have always been our utmost priority. We are fully cooperating with local law enforcement authorities who are currently investigating the matter. We are confident that they will bring those responsible to justice swiftly. We understand that incidents like these can cause concern among our loyal customers. And we want to emphasize that this was an isolated incident that does not reflect the overall safety and security of our premises. We are thankful for our security officers who patrol in and around our parking lot to provide a safe environment for all. We encourage our customers to continue enjoying the wide range of services and, amenity, and amenities we offer, including our rejuvenating swannas, therapeutic baths, and cultural experience. We remain committed to maintaining the high standards of cleanliness, hospitality, hospitality and relaxation that our customers have come to expect from us. We would like to thank our valued customers for their continued support and trust in the Jeju Swana. Granite police confirmed it does not appear that the Swana has any connection to the crime. Alright? So that shit sound like an ad campaign to me, if you ask me, but I'm not trying to judge nobody. It's all good, alright? So yeah. I don't know, like, what really, what made this young lady become a captive, while she was malnourished. She came from South Korea, which is an ally of the Americans, so I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't know if the CIA can get involved with this. I don't think they can. I only, I only think this is going to go far as FBI. But I don't think the FBI want to touch this case neither. Because this is going to be, it might be a sensitive case if South Korea gets a hold of this information. All right? It might look bad for the American parts. So hopefully they figure out what the hell going on. It's not going to look bad on the American parts because the suspects, all of them sound like they from other, excuse me, my back. The suspects, they all sound like they from other countries. They probably are from South Korea. So it's not A sensitive thing but the FBI there's a possibility that they're gonna get involved into this investigation just find out what the hell happened to this young little lady right here and why the hell she weighs 70 pounds but anyway ladies and gentlemen I'm gonna cut this apple pie short and sweet because I need me some water I keep burping. I don't even have no water in here. I need to go to the grocery store and get me some water. I just ran out of water. That is a state of emergency if you ask me. All right? So, subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is called Box Benji. That is B-O-X. B-E-N-J-I. B B as in Bob, ladies and gentlemen. B as in Bob. Box Benji. B-O-X. B-E-N-J-I. You could use that same name to follow me on Instagram. Yes, you can. And you can also follow me on TikTok using that same exact name that I just spelled out for you. That is Box Benji. B O X B E N J I. Do you understand me? Do you understand? All right. So, follow your man, you will find me there, especially on TikTok because that's where I'm most active on. And this is thinking out loud and I'm going to talk to you later with another segment. Peace out. It's that hard night Gonna turn it up, please Them haunted nights Gonna turn it up, please I don't love no with way Gonna turn it up, please Them haunted nights Boy, at the bodega